undisclosed location in a basement somewhere in New York City. It's the Shredhead Podcast with your host, Oroku Saki, a.k.a. The Shredhead. Yeah, baby. Oh, man. Back up in it. It's been a minute. No, I was just trying to rhyme. Uh, anyway, welcome to the parlor. My parlor, said the spider to the fly. It is I, Oroko Saki, a.k.a. The Shredder. And with me, of course, my main brain. All the time, all the way from Dimension X, he is the mayor, Mr. Crang. What's up? What's up? What? You imagine being a YouTube host, Crang? Nope. You imagine having to, like, like having to start your videos, like, What's up, guys? It's me. Or, or, or the, the most uh, disingenuous. Uh, What's up, guys? It's your boy. Like, come on, man. You are none of my boy. I don't even like you. I don't even think YouTube niggas like themselves, honestly. Like, a lot of them seem to be likable enough. But, like, if you if you saw them at a bar... They would be like, like way better maybe. I feel like maybe the the good mythical morning niggas would be cool, but like, I don't know. Maybe they they feel like they're being a little more themselves. But if you seen like, Ro from Nerdy Nummies, like you know she really moved out to L.A. to be like a star, you know. Um, and then somebody. I don't know, you know, I'm I'm sure there's a lot of problematic shit out there, and so, you know, YouTube was just like, yo, what if you just, like, cooked cookies, like, baked cookies or some shit, you know? Anyway, um, I really have to stop writing scenarios in my own mind for, like, other people. These are real-life people, man. Um, anyway, I don't know, I don't know why I do that. Anyway, uh... We got a little bit to get to today. I know I always say a lot to get to, and then it's always a little bit. Um, you know, I try to get y'all out of here in like 45 minutes or less. Because otherwise I'd just be rambling. And that ain't right. You got things to do. You're busy. Even as the world begins to open back up, this ghetto-ass world begins to open up. You got stuff to do. You, unfortunately, have to be your child's teacher as they all navigate the world of education via virtual education. Uh, what a bummer. What a freaking bummer. Um, let's see. Oh, except for, except for, uh, private schools, apparently. Like Catholic school, they all went back. Ooh, um, you know, here's here's hoping, man. God bless it. God bless it. Anyway, I uh, don't know where I want to start. Um, 
Well, let's go with the national BA like like always. Um uh currently, well, by the time you hear this, uh both of both of the series are where where where, where are we? No, no, no. Uh Miami leads the Celtics 3-2 in their series that is beginning to heat up. Uh no no pun intended. <laughs> Um, so we have, uh, earlier this week, Tyler Hero went crazy and, uh, scored the most points, uh, for a rookie in a final, oh, sorry, uh, um, what do you call the, the uh, a conference final, geez, conference final since Magical Johnson, uh, when he was a rookie, I remember uh, he would go on to uh, play center, and of course, uh, win the title in his first year, uh, and it was all thanks to him. That's crazy. That's that's wild. I think it must have been magic for real. Um, but as as we see here, um, where what was the score? Oh damn, Tyler Hero only had fourteen in his last outing. Which is, you know, great considering that he was, you know, he's, is he, I think he's coming off the bench, you know, like, nigga nutted up the other night for like 37, uh, and had 14 in the last outing, uh, let's see here, Goran Dragic with 23, Jimmy Butler with 17, uh, eight and eight. Uh, I would like to think that he was again trying to facilitate, like we sp like like we said before, Jimmy Butler. Um, it is of the utmost importance to him to become or to be one of the great leaders. Uh, obviously, very underrated. Um, probably like a top, top ten, top fifteen player in the league. Definitely uh, top four playing right now. You know. Uh, in in these sim in these uh, conference finals, uh, and I'm talking about both series. Um, so yeah, man, shout out shout out to Jimmy Butler. Even though uh, they they lost the last game, I I told y'all a long time ago, and again, I'm so glad that I have the footage or the the recording of uh, of me singing the early praises of the Miami Heat. But of course, I had no idea. They would be leading in the conference finals. Um, Gordon Hayward has been um, kind of trash. Uh, let's see, what, what did he do last? What did he do in the last game? Because what for what for what uh, they are trying to hype Gordon Hayward up to be like this messiah's uh, white boy, you know, just 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 real hype on. Um, Let's see here. Jason Tatum put 31 in the ass. Gordon Haywood with 10, 3, and 2 in 30 minutes of play. And that that mustache is creeping me out. Gordon, I know you listen to the Shredhead Pod. Chill out with that. Um, you, you look like the nigga from uh, NBA Jam who used to wear the bowler hat 
You know what I'm saying? If you're going to have that creepo mustache, you need to complete the look with a bowler hat and, uh, and a monocle, at least. Have the goddamn common decency to complete the look with a bowler hat and a monocle, you weirdo. Um, yeah, so that that's how that series is looking. It's 3-2. It's, anybody, it's anybody's series right now. I still have the Miami Heat finishing them off uh, in six. In six games. So, yes, this next game, I profess, will be the last of the semifinals. I would like to see seven and still see the Miami Heat pull it out, you know? Um... You know, blowing a 3-1 lead, you just hate to see it. And I don't want to see that for these guys here. I like them a lot. Um, uh, let's go back to... Sorry, I'm on the computer looking things up. You know, like a professional. Um, Lake Show is up 3-1 on the Denver Nuggets. I actually thought this game... Well, you know, we'll we'll see tomorrow how everything unfolds if um if the lake show goes up 3 uh, I'm sorry uh, th 3 2 I mean sorry uh if they go ahead and eliminate the nuggets or if the nuggets can fight back um I honestly have that ending in 6 as well I really have that ending in 6 it could end in 5 because woo boy uh that last game was Brutal. Um, yo, CBS Sports, chill. Fuck out of my face, bro. Anyway, um, yeah, man, it was tough. It was, it was, uh, it was tough. It was a tough little, tough little game there. Uh, probably not as bad as the uh, the one that they lost by two at the buzzer when Anthony Davis went ahead and broke their little hearts. Um. But you know the, the the Nuggets are scrappy. Uh, they they lost one by um, let's see by twelve. They lost they they lost game one by twelve, game two by two in a game that they probably really should have won. I mean, really, Anthony Davis catches the ball anywhere. You just you just punch that nigga in the mouth. You know, uh, make him win it at the line. Maybe I don't know. That sucks. Um, I saw it, man. It was good, D. Uh, you, can't, you just can't let that man catch the ball. And I don't know if they had a foul to give. I'm not, a, I, I'm not you know, I don't have the photographic, uh, kinesio, kinesiographic uh, memory that LeBron James has where he can recall an entire uh, three-minute sequence from a game in 1995. Uh you know, I, 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 you know, I keep all that for if for, for scrapping, you know what I mean. But uh, game three they lost. Uh, the Nuggets actually won by eight. Um, in a game where they had to play their finest basketball, and then of course they lost by six in this uh, previous game. Uh, that was what Thursday night. Yeah, that was Thursday. And Davis had 34. Ooh. Braun with 26, 9, and 8. And any game where LeBron doesn't have to, like, 
put up nuts ass numbers. I mean, twenty six, nine, and eight is pretty modest by LeBron standards, even in his seventeenth season. He's shown that he is a freak. Ah, uh, let's see. Dwight Howard got hype. Gave him twelve and eleven. Remember, Dwight Howard used to be twenty and ten, and didn't want to be. That's crazy, man. Like he's still out here producing twenty. I'm sorry, twelve and eleven. That's crazy. Playoff Rondo out here with eleven, five and seven. That's tough. Yeah, that, that that's a tough. Uh, that's a tough lineup to overcome. Kyle Kuzma contributing with ten. Yeah, man, they, they they nickel and dime you with the other guys. And then, of course, Anthony Davis is just, mm, just you just can't guard him. Um, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray has had the Holy Ghost ever since he uh, had that mishap. Uh, see our, our previous episode about Captain America and the Hammer. Uh, similar situation, Jamal Murray, um, you know, but hey, you know, mistakes happen, and, uh, people think you're a sex pervert, but, uh, speaking of perverts, I guess, uh, definitely, um, miscreants, uh, and not, not, you know, a wonderful mutant miscreant like you all, I'm talking, of course, about toddler lanes or tiny lanes, that's right, <clears throat> Mr. Mr. Shoot Your Girl came out here and uh, and and had something to say about um, what Meg the Stallion referred to as uh, Tory Lanes shot me, and uh, he used this as some nasty ass rollout for an what is it a mixtape or an album? We don't know. We are not listening to uh, niggas who shoot who shoot women, black women for that matter. We're not having it here at the Shredhead Pod, nigga. We catch you out there in the streets, Tiny. I am not above putting my hands on a little nigga. Know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, he he used he made an album, a project, let's call it to combat or, or to uh, deny the accusations that he shot Meg the Stallion in his car where he was the only one carrying a pistol. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he was the only one. You know, let me take that back. He allegedly had the, had the pistol in the car. They, apparently, you know, they found it on him. He was the only one. Said the cops. Not that I trust the cops any further than I can throw them, but you know. Anyway, I don't know, man. Uh, this is nasty, and there are actually people who are going and listening to the album or the project, and then thinking that somehow this this clears him of any wrongdoing because they like the music. I swear, niggas. You can do anything and then put a beat on it, and they will just be fine with it. Robert Kelly is out here, was out here, flat out molesting children and abusing black women, 
and then because the nigger told y'all to step in the name of love, y'all was cool with it. Nigga, nigga didn't even make a song. Make, nigga made a song with no words one time, and y'all liked it. Thoya, thoya, thawing. You stupid ass niggas went ahead and uh, you, you, you forgave his child rape because he was saying, thoya, thoya, thawing. Can't stand you niggas sometimes, I swear. Not, not the people who listen to this show. I'm talking, of course, about the greasy-ass, nasty R. Kelly fans, nasty-ass Tory Lane fans, and uh, rape apologists, as well as uh, uh, abuse, abuser apologists. There are plenty of you out there. And when I get my hands on you, niggas... Anyway... Damn, I completely forgot to sing the praises of Tyler Hero. We'll do it uh, some other time. Uh, but for right now, we are going to break. When we come back, I will review an oldie but goodie, a personal battle I had against those accursed turtles. Be right back. Hiya puddins, it's your girl Holly Quinn, aka Dr. Harleen Quinzel, here to tell y'all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a good day puddins, and love, trust, and belief. And we're back. All right, uh, just wanted to share this. This one here is near and dear to my heart. It was my, well, one of, depending on what lifetime you want to attribute this to, uh, my first little uh, battle, if you will, with those accursed turtles, otherwise known to most of you as the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I had it out with them on a rooftop one time, uh, and, and things got interesting. Um, you know, just a little background, I, you know, for those of you living in a cave, I, uh, knew their, their master, um, the, the, well, they call him Splinter, as I will, you know, you, you'll hear where I first learned the name and the ramifications, uh, thereafter. But, um, anyway, we were on a roof, you know, well, they were, they were fighting uh, a lot of my, um, my soldiers there, my foot soldiers, uh, you know, getting a good warm up in. I knew that there was no way. I, I just wanted to watch the way they scrapped. And so I threw wave after wave of, uh, of, um, you know, foot soldier in there. Uh, they did very well, as you will hear me compliment them, uh, very backhandedly, might I add, but, um, you know, hey, you know, I was pure evil at this time, what would you expect from me? You know, hopefully not any better. Anyway, with no further ado, uh, hopefully you can hear it. Here we go. about who or what this is. 
They didn't even know what a nigga like me was. But I'll bet I never asked to look for a can opener. You fight well in the old style. Oh, see right there. A nigga tell you you'll fight well in the old style. You about to get the foo fops cut. You about to get you about to get the hands. And uh, you know, it's all fun and games, you know. But when a man come down with mad knives on his arms, shoulders, uh, knee shins, you know what I'm saying? Does that look like somebody? Anyway, it's, it's crazy. But they were also teenagers, man. You know, when you're a teenager, you think you're going to live forever. Anyway, back to the fight. Maybe, you know, at this point, uh, uh, I, I should say, maybe you go on YouTube, type in Turtles vs. Shredder 1990, and you follow along, you know? My bad, uh, mutant miscreants. I dropped the ball on that one. You know, before we go any further, there's like four more minutes left in the, in the, the video. Uh, go on to YouTube, type in Turtles vs. Shredder. Boom. All right, uh, we're at the 54-minute mark. Many of you should know this scene. You should be able to close your eyes and and see this scene whenever you want. Um, anyway, here we go. Thank you. Beat that ass. This fool jumped at me. Nigga, get out of here, bum. Ooh, look at that kick to the, to the ribs. Look at these fools. They have no idea. Beat all they ass. I'm just, look at me, just, I'm so confident. I'm like, yeah, go ahead, y'all, powwow. I've only got one thought. This guy knows where Splinter is. I was like, oh, bitch. Now, little did I know, the rat was there. I had put, trusted my man. Oh, nigga, oh. My man tried to trip me. I was like, whoop. Hey, this nigga came in hot with the nunchucks, but I James Browned his ass. Yo! Yo! Hold on, 151. Uh, go back to about 148. This nigga came out the clear blue sky trying to dropkick me. But you see them reflexes. Your boy was nice. Your boy was nice back in the day. Tried to take my head off, but you know how these young dumbs be. These young dumb boys be out here just flying around, wasting energy. Me, I'm over here. I'm cool as a cucumber. Check, check me out. Start the video. Yeah, you good. Man's trying to come up there. Like, at this point, just, just let me do my thing. So there's Casey Jones there. I didn't know any of this was going on. He goes, grabs a garbage truck, yo. Like, who get a garbage truck? And how was the keys just sitting in that month? Like, this year, responsible. I sued the whole city after this. Measly mm. mm. ass backhand. These boys are soft. A man came at me chopping, though. Disarmed this nigga. Ooh, oh, he got me. 
Ooh, got me again, damn. See, right there. See, you know what I'm saying? The longer you scrap, as long as you don't die or get, you know, impaled or whatever, you can, you know, you should be able to adapt a little bit, you know. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's really a game of chess out here, and me against four mutated muscle-bound freaks. I'm out here holding my own, but not even I can, like, nigga cut me. You know what I'm saying? With a katana. And it's like a big-ass heavy katana uh, meant for a mutated muscle-bound freak. So, you know, for, for me to be out there, you know, I ain't no slouch. All right, started back up. We're at 241. Boy's tired as hell. Nigga the rat. Yeah, see? Oh, them boys were sick when I said that. Right there, see, look. Okay, so I already had them boys eating out of my hand, right? But then, when I hit them with the, it had a name. Nigga said, Ooh. that's when you know you got them. You make that noise, it's a wrap for you, cause go somewhere and meditate. You need to ninja vanish and go reset, because if you, if you want to fight somebody and they got you doing that, and they smiling, that's your ass. Your ass is grass, cuz. Here we go. As, as you'll see in a minute. Do I, Do I lie, nigga? I ain't no liar. Right there. Oop, bitch. Oop. Mm. He dies. That's what I'm talking about. He dies. Not no bartering. Which, I mean, I will do, but I'm, you know, I just let them know that up front, like, yeah, he dies. You know what I'm saying? And then they was like, hmm? You know, like, look at their faces. These boys is in over their head. They have no idea. They were used to skateboarding and eating pizza and chilling. And then they came up against a real nigga, like, such as myself. And look at their little faces. It's almost cute. If it wasn't sad. Throw them motherfucking weapons, nigga. Look at this fool. About to stab us. Now, this, this shit here with the nunchuck falling right there on the ladder is about the luckiest shit ever. This should have been a clue to me. God was trying to tell me personally something. Like, he met that, he let that nunchuck fall right there on the top rung of that ladder on the fire escape because this was bigger than me and uh, I, I was meant to be here in this very spot because I was wilding back then and it was my fault but this shit right here it wasn't in the cards for me to win <laughs> fools I was about to stick that nigga. And they man pulled up. Yo, right here, my man was so happy, dawg. He got mad athletic, though, with that roll. Here come this nigga lecturing ass. Nigga sound like Elmo. Nigga Yoshi. Yeah, oh, you see your boy. Oh, they got me out here. 
with a ignorant buck fifty. Here, nigga. This is where I just lost all the seat. Alright. Now remember what I just said about losing your discipline. When a nigga come up at you all cool and bring up something in your past or call you a different name or I I you know I'm not it's not like I'm above that either, you know what I'm saying? I'm not it's not like I ain't subject to the same weaknesses. This is why you train, this is why you you know, you, you, you do the shits, you know, and uh, I, in fact, had forgotten to do the shits, and I uh, should have, um, you know, took a breath in. Definitely should not charge a nigga, a rat who learned martial arts by osmosis and then taught it to four mutated turtle freaks. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it's a whole bunch there that I should have just been like, nah. I should have shot that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, if I could do it all over again, I most certainly wouldn't have run at him from about uh, 20 to 30 feet out, screaming uh, in a straight line. I probably would have tried to come at a, at a, at a different angle or something, but you know, hindsight is 20-20. Nigga took them chucks out like, whoop, look at me. Look at my dumb ass. Look at my stupid ass. I'm hanging all off the... This nigga gonna preach to me, bro. I'll be damned. Nigga, let's see. Oh. I'm out here wilding. Now watch this whole ass nigga. Right, pause it, pause it. See, look at this bullshit, yo. Like, I don't care what I did. You don't just roll up on a ninja master and then and then try to kill him with a garbage truck and be like, whoops, like, nigga, I'll get out this truck and peach your ass, Casey Jones. This dog, this is mad disrespectful. Crush a man's helmet. He all whistling, bro. <sighs> All right, and that, my friends, that, my friends, was the first fight that I had with uh, those accursed turtles. Uh, of course, after, you know, all the things we've been through, uh, we have since buried the hatchet. Um, we, you know, we kick it from time to time. We're not like best friends. Like, it's kind of hard, you know, to, to have exchanged murders uh, as, you know, niggas tried to kill me. Um, and as we will see in the next one, you know, there, there might've been a, uh, uh, damn near suicide, but you know, you, you, you have that kind of background with the people. And if you don't die after a while, you gotta be like, all right, dog, you know what I'm saying? Like you just gotta, you know, even, even with Casey Jones, um, I, I just kind of let go and let God on that one. And, uh. You know, like I said, he ain't like my ace, but we've come to an understanding. Uh, I could see him in a public setting and, you know, we don't have to scrap. I could see the turtle somewhere and we ain't throwing hands. You know, it's, you know, we, we keep it peace. You know, I, I chunk the deuce depending on how stressful the day has been. But um, it, the, the point being, I don't feel like, yo, it's on site. It's like, 
all right, man, you know, we, you know, we had our drama and, uh, and, and now we no longer have it. Um, so shout out to the turtles, man. Y'all niggas fought well in the old style. You know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, we'll be back with a greeting of the week and a uh, shred commendation. Shredhead pod, y'all. Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time... No, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again sometime? It's hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please. One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We should do this again sometime with Kat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. All right. We have returned. And, uh, wow. This just coming in. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson endorses Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Wow. Uh, I don't know why that's a shock or that's like a big, I don't know. I mean, you know, I get it. He's the the biggest star in the world. And uh, he had this whole thing where he spoke with both Joe and Kamala. And um, I mean, that's cool, I guess. I don't know. I don't. This chair is being an asshole. Um, yeah, I mean, well, good, good, good for him and and them, I guess. Um, I do believe that The Rock one day will go into politics. Uh, him being a, a, a centrist, as he said, or independent. Which I mean, you know, there are shades of gray, and then there's black and white, or you know, different sides of the force or whatever, but, um, you know, hey, great, you know, whatever, great for them, uh, who knows how everything will turn out, uh, he'll definitely be a popular candidate at some point in time, being the first, um, black Samoan world wrestling entertainment champion, I mean that that goes that goes a long way. Don't don't sleep on the importance of uh, professional wrestling in today's uh, in in today's just zeitgeist. I guess. Anyway, we're supposed to be talking about Cretan of the Week. No, you're going Cretan. to keep it in the vein of politics. Um, this week, some taff, uh, tap dancing Daffy. Uh, or as you may know him, uh, Daniel Cameron, the Attorney General of Louisville, Kentucky, uh, who was conveniently on vacation around the time, uh, was, as I know it, he was away from his post during the time that, uh, Breonna Taylor was murdered and people were calling for, uh, for the, the jobs and and the freedom of those three officers who uh, were present when her life was taken uh, and actually did the taking of her life. Um, you have to 
I guess you have to word things differently. And since they are not being held accountable in a court of law, I guess I have to use the term allegedly, but I mean they literally killed her. Um, there was nobody else there. They did not do it, so they killed her. Uh, anyway, the attorney general who was supposed to hold them accountable or someone accountable as far as the numbskullery of how the arrest had they arrested her, how everything was executed. Of course they fucked it up and, um, you know, and, and she lost her life. Her life was taken from her, I should say. Uh, anyway, Cuniel, uh, took to, took to, uh, to, took to the air, airwaves, I should say, um, and, and went on and began crying and talking about, you know, things as far as, uh, being a black man. Like, nigga, shut up. For, for one, shut up. Um, two, uh, you, we, we don't have the same experiences just yet. Um, remember, this boy is really setting himself up to become the next OJ. You know, um, I, I feel like Kentucky, uh, Attorney General Daniel Cameron probably sits there watching shit like MASH and the GOP, um, the GOP party and just seeing shit like part of their world wanting to, he's, he's like Ariel, you know, and then you get on TV and you start with a crying bullshit and acting like you know what it is to be, Jump in a casket. well, I'm not going to take that away from you. You're going to give that up willingly. But, um, yeah, man, you, you, you sit here and you cry and you say you're crying over the plight over, uh, of, of, of black, the plight of black people. And here you are selling, selling them down the river, Jump apparently. The uh, who was it? Joy Reed. Shout out to Joy Reed, who, um, I'm sure I'll find this here in a minute. Uh, apparently, no one killed Breonna Taylor. She simply died in a, quote, tragedy while she had a hard fall, like like she had a hard fall or got hit by a bus. This apparently is the law in the state of Kentucky, according to Cuniel Cameron. Now, she didn't call him Cuniel. I am calling him Cuniel. He's listen. behaving like a Cuniel. Uh, so, you know, there's that. Uh, I don't even care if the name is clever or funny, but, uh, that, 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 that boy a sellout, and, um, the thing about sellouts, and here's where, here's how you can, um, you'll one day be able to sleep easier, uh, when it comes to the fate of one Daniel, uh, Cameron, is that, they always work extremely hard to gain the trust, to gain the, um, the favor of their white masters, and then eventually 
Those white masters turn on them all the time. That train is never late. The moment that one of them step out of line, say, you know, O.J. Simpson, uh, and we're not, you know, there's no proof. Well, there's proof, but O.J. was acquitted uh, according to the white man's uh, legal system. And ever since that day, they never stopped trying to get him. So, uh, Daniel, your days are numbered. It doesn't matter if you have a white wife. It doesn't matter if they allow you to come to their uh, conventions. Uh, your world will never be theirs. They will never fully accept you. And um, you will find that out sooner than later, my nigger. Uh, and that's that on that. I guess you're there, nigger. I don't know. Uh, I've been really going hard with the racist stuff lately. Uh, and that, that's not even from me, you know? Uh, it's just in response. I don't know, man. These guys want World War... I mean, I'm sorry, Civil War too so bad. Um, and I'm not here for that storyline, you know? Um, we, we, we are better than... I was going to say we have to be better than that. We have been better than that, um black and brown folk we have no desire as a whole to go to war and i won't even say that most white folks as a whole want to go to war i won't say most um it's probably 50 50 honestly but you know it's it's a lot of people who just want things to get along and be better uh and 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 then a whole hell of a lot of people who don't and unfortunately a lot of the people in power don't really care to see any kind of, you know, any kind of good, any equity, any peace, any harmony. They just want silence. They want niggas to be quiet, shut up and dribble, run that ball, boy, whatever it is. And uh, then you have people with very soft shoes like Mr. Daniel Cameron here, they get in a position of power and 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 coon it up. Uh, no, enjoy your white woman. Jump in a casket and get your diet. You have her. Anyway, uh, on to the shred commendations. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh. Um, what do you call it? My hyphen podcast group, uh, groupmate, I should say, uh, Handsome Bane, tomorrow will be releasing the, well, by the time this comes out, the next day, uh, he will be releasing his interview with none other than Gary K. Wolf, a.k.a. the creator of Roger Rabbit and writer of who censored Roger Rabbit, which who framed Roger Rabbit was loosely based on, and also wrote the he wrote the uh, sequel who who plugged Roger Rabbit. There are a lot of P's, you know the thing that Roger Rabbit does, the thing that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he does that. He he wrote that uh, as well, which was a kind of a a sequel to the movie. It, it was wild. 
Uh, but they will get into all of that uh, and much, much more in uh, the interview tomorrow on It's Like a Podcast or whatever. So if you're not subscribed there, do yourself a favor. Subscribe to that as well. Uh, you know, uh, we, we, we had our, our rough patch earlier. Much like, I mean, shit, I, I'm a disagreeable uh, kind of a prick sometimes. And um, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. God is not finished with me yet. I am a work in progress indeed. Anyway, for my on behalf of my man, Krang, uh, and all of us here at the Shredhead Pod, uh, I'm going to instruct you to look away so that when you turn right back around, I will have already ninja vanished. <laughs>